0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to another podcast from InsideCarolina.com, the independent voice of UNC sports. Brought to you by JohnnyTShirt.com, the go-to provider for all your Tar Heel gear.
1: I'm your host, Tommy Ashley, listening to the Inside Carolina podcast sponsored by JohnnyTshirt.com. I've got Sherelle McMillan on the line. Sherelle, a little bit of recruiting news just went down shortly here on Monday morning. Carolina picks up a commitment from RJ Davis. Tell us what he brings to the Tar Heels. Well, you
2: know, let's recap his recruitment a little bit, I guess. Um, so he's a player that really entered North Carolina's radar in April uh, on the EYBL circuit. Uh, Coach Hubert Davis was the lead assistant for RJ, and he saw him, you know, put up 30 points against RJ Hampton, who was a top five uh, player at the time, ended up playing professionally in Australia. <clears throat> and after that, you know, Hubert uh, Davis kept contact. He was uh, really liked what he saw from RJ, just a, a really balanced player who can do a lot of things. And as we talked about for, I guess, a year and a half now, the goal for the last two classes was to add significant uh, offensive firepower from the perimeter. And that's definitely something um, Davis brings. So Roy Williams and the entire UNT staff got to see him at the MVPA camp this year in June. And he played really, really well in that camp. And that's when we kind of got word that they were serious about him. And about a month later, he got the North Carolina offer. Eventually, he got it down to four schools, Georgetown, Marquette, pittsburgh and unc and uh here we are eight days after his official visit and he has committed to carolina
1: so let me ask what everybody's talked about um a lot and folks read too much into measurables and size but tell me about his size and how that works into the equation carolina's had some larger lead guards cole anthony uh, kobe white how does davis fit into that he he is smaller but like you said he can still score the basketball
2: i, I would say he, you know he's smaller um but he has the men- a mentality very similar to joel Berry. now that's not saying they are similar players barry was very stocky he you know kind of was built like a running back or a safety in football and davis is much slender um but that same style where he attacks he can get his shot off by creating space now i'm stealing this from uh, our colleague at um, com Jeff Rabjohns, he does a great job covering Indiana basketball. But we were watching RJ down in um, Augusta or MVPA, one of those places, and he talked about how scouts really liked Davis's ability to create space. So if you're short and you can't naturally shoot over people, you have to kind of find ways to get around or buy or just get people... Um, uh, a step behind you to get your shot off. And, and Davis is really good at that. And we saw that a couple of times. He went up against some of the you know best point guards in the country, including uh, UNC Commit Caleb love some other players, and he always played well. That's something that we've um, heard several times from his coaches, uh, AU and high school, people who know him, um, people who have scouted him from close sources close to Carolina basketball, is that he's very consistent and you always know what you're going to get from him. So, I think the height thing isn't a big deal. The only thing it does is it lowers his ranking because it lowers his projection as far as NBA. And then it always also would probably keep him in college at minimum two years because um, there's just not much of a market for um, the kind of player he is at his height. That's not saying he can't be great in college. It's just that <clears throat> um, those are the only two things that
1: really his height impact. Now, let me throw you a curveball, and i I'll freely admit I hadn't told you I was going to ask this question at all, but I'm going to go for the comparison route. Another guy played locally in North Carolina down in Buies Creek, very small, very solid scorer. Compare and contrast maybe Davis to a guy like Chris Clemens. Granted, Clemens is a four-year college player, but when I see small and can score, I immediately think of Clemens.
2: Yeah, you know, I I, I think Davis is, you know, more thought of much more highly thought of coming out of uh, high school than Clemens was and Davis has done this against you know the best competition in high school outside of USA basketball on Nike's EYBL circuit so there's that part so I think he's more battle tested and ready I guess you would say Um, and he plays in a pretty good league up in New York where he's from so you know there's some comparisons with size you know he's both very good shooters both are adept at finishing around the basket so I think those similarities are there. For North Carolina, I think what Davis can do is, one, uh, he can kind of be their de facto twenty twenty one 21 point guard recruit if they don't decide to kind of keep this one-and-dunk thing going um, with Caleb, Cole, and Kobe. He can be that. He can also be someone who plays with Caleb um, in kind of two-point guard sets, which is something that Roe Williams has said he really wanted in this class because they felt at times the last three or four years that Kobe and Joel Berry were overburdened with minutes Uh, and Cole Anthony's going to be the same way this year. So there's that. Uh, And then he can be just another shooter out there. Uh, You can never, you know, the axiom in basketball is you can never have enough shooters and he's a really, really good shooter. I think for the entire EYBL, he shot close to 47% from three.
1: Definitely can put it up. So Sherelle, one thing we've always talked about with uh, recruits and Roy Williams and official visits, if Roy gets them on campus, Carolina's uh, shot to get them committed goes up substantially. Tell us a little bit about um what you've learned about RJ's visit, official visit at North Carolina.
2: Um yeah, so I uh, you know, I'm not on, I'm not going to promote another podcast, but if you listen to the Carolina Insider um from UNC Athletics, they had Sean May on a couple weeks ago and he talked about during official visits that he shouldn't have to sell you on North Carolina because there are so many things about it that are great. And I think that is what people talk about when they say North Carolina does official visits well. Before, can you just get them on campus? Uh, a lot of guys walk into the Smith Center and see those banners and they see the Jordan Wall and they see how much everyone in North Carolina loves the team and it's a little overwhelming for them in a good way. And that wasn't necessarily the case during RJ's visit, but what I think he saw was he saw how much the team interacted. Um, the chemistry they had, how much they loved playing basketball there. You have a, a few players whose dream was to play North let on in the team. And I, I'm sure that came through in his conversations with them. And then he talked about just how honest the staff was about nothing is given, everything is earned. You know, that pitch doesn't marinate with everyone, but it, it, definitely, it definitely did uh, with Davis and his family. I think Cole Anthony played a, a large part to a degree because Davis spent a, a good amount of time with Anthony on the visit. And they're both New York guards. They both kind of Um, hang in some of the same circles so they know each other. And I I think having someone like Cole Anthony say, hey, man, this program is great, even though I haven't played an official game yet at UNC, I already love it. I think that went a long way into helping RJ say, okay, this is a place I can you know, spend the next few years at.
1: And let me ask you one more follow-up on that before we get more into the commitment side of it. it. How much of the renovations at the Smith Center really helped? Because it seems like you mentioned the Jordan wall and all of that stuff. It seems like these guys on these official visits, when they're talking later, they're talking about all the new stuff um, that wasn't there three and four years ago. I mean, does that – I know it is superficial, but does that make a difference to to kids when they get to experience some of the bells and whistles, for lack of a better term – maybe that that roy williams has had upgraded to the smith center lately
2: oh for sure i mean i love my car i think it's a great car i've had it a long time it's got a lot of miles on it but sometimes it gets dirty and it looks bad and (laughs) every once in a while i'm like okay i need to get some new tires i need to do something to the windows you just kind of have to refresh everything sometimes and i think that was what that was the case with north carolina like everybody knew the tradition everybody knew how great it was but it was a little hard to see when someone's just talking to you about it in a room. But when you show it to them in the museum, you show it to them in a the locker room that's been renovated, you show them to them um, with the Jordan Wall, you show them with the Smith Center that has feels like renovations every single summer, then it's a little easier for the player to visualize themselves instead of just hearing it over the phone or seeing it in a picture or something. So I, I think that's a big deal. And, uh, you know, I don't mean to be mean to teenagers, but <laughs> teenagers in general, I think, are a little superficial. So, whatever you can do to, to get on their side, I think helps. And I I think the enhancements that North Carolina has done are all about recruiting, not all about recruiting, but definitely have a recruiting uh, component to them.
1: Very interesting that uh, that, uh, Roy Williams adapting and Smith center uh, being changed to reflect that adaption is cool. Let me tell you about Johnny t-shirt right fast, short podcast, but I wanted to get them in. They're great sponsors of this podcast, Johnny t-shirt on Franklin street and online at johnnytshirt.com. Great customer service. We talked about swag and that last thing and bells and whistles. They've got all you need as far as Carolina gear. Get the stuff you see the guys wearing for the most part at johnnytshirt, johnnytshirt.com. Go to see them on Franklin Street when you're in town. Get them online when you can't make it to Chapel Hill. Johnny T-shirt, the place to be. Let me ask you this, and you mentioned Caleb Love how does Davis's commitment affect any other targets? Bryce Thompson's the one that most people talk about. Is saying is that a, a you know first one gets it type deal? Your thoughts there. I mean, where does Carolina go from here in the recruiting cycle? First off, let me
2: apologize. The weather has changed and I have a cold. So I'm sound stuffy and I'm coughing and I'm wheezing. So apologies. Um I what we've told people and what we've learned from various sources, both close to UNC and both to all the players, is that they've told they've told everybody they want at least two lead guards in the class. And then they are pitching positionless basketball to all these guys. So they're gonna still recruit Bryce Thompson after today. You know, it doesn't Look great from Cade Cunningham. Look great for Cade Cunningham if you listen to what everyone says, but they're still going to recruit him. Of course, they're still going to recruit Zaire Williams because he's more of a, a true three. So, it impacts it in that they have one less scholarship, but I think that's about it.
1: So the biggest uh, positive for North Carolina with this commitment, um, I think you covered it a little bit earlier, but you, when you talked about his potential to cover the point guard role next season. Or in 2021, which is insane, we're talking about that, but the, give me the the biggest positive other than that, maybe, for Davis's commitment to the Tar Heels.
2: I think it's someone else who can handle pass and shoot. And uh, North Carolina, the last few years, they've had players who were good at one or two or good at Good at one but few players who've been good at all three and um you know in the end of a game when uh north Carolina's, you know up five or six and you need to close it out that kind of four minute offense type thing i think that's something where you could see leaky and caleb love and rj davis and you know maybe somebody like anthony harris uh, you know a few guards out there to close the game out so he can help in, in that respect and also like we said the kick and score so whether he's starting or whether he's coming off the bench you know he gives another dynamic player from the perimeter so i think that's what he brings immediately and then like you said long term it's kind of additional coverage uh, depending upon what they want to do with 2021 and point
1: guards so that's four commitments from north carolina certainly walker kessler dayron sharp caleb love five-star guys rj davis currently a four-star guy Uh, you've got two bigs and two lead guards what's next well
2: you know they want to wing and um they've said that since this class started, um, they've recruited like that. And, and Zaire Williams was kind of their choice back, I guess, last October. He took a visit for Late Night with Roy across the country, an unofficial visit, and got an offer, you know, about six weeks later. So he's been kind of their choice on the wing for a while now. And they're just going to stay in it with him. They have uh, Kerwin Walton, who is a kind of a 2 3, um, who's visiting from Minnesota next weekend. And irrespective of whatever he does, Zaire is still kind of their guy and they're going to recruit him until the end so it's it's a phenomenal class already and they're still looking to add more because you know if you look at next year's roster projected roster they're losing four guys who are going to play between the one and three so they have to have bodies there and that's why this class had to be big so um like i said i think the the zary williams and a three is kind of the the big i don't say hole but that's the one thing this class is missing but i mean carolina fans should be thrilled with what they have right now
1: Indeed, a lot of people said uh, Roy Williams struggled on the recruiting front. Do you and of course, that was during the NCAA mess. Do you think this worm has finally turned for Roy Williams? Uh, I mean, this class, I think, signifies that, but you know, it's a dot instead of a line. Do you think or how do you see it continuing on for Roy Williams and his staff?
2: Yeah, I think this is the the new normal, which is the old normal, <laughs>
1: uh, because from,
2: you know, we've, we have some stats, but basically from when Roy Williams got here through the 2000, I think it was 13 class, you know, McDonald's All-American pretty much every year, top 10 player pretty much, not quite every year, but close. Um, and then they just had that lull. Um, they had the Theo Pinson, Justin Jessen class that kind of sustained unc for a few years but the classes of 15 16 and 17 didn't have that upper echelon talent which is in i guess right in the middle of all the NCA stuff and then sure enough as soon as the ncaa stuff ended i think that was uh late night with roy so october 2017 you know they signed the and kobe in 18 they signed uh cole anthony and armando Bacot in 19 and now they signed three five stars and rj davis in 20 so you can see that since the NCAA stuff ended, they're recruiting at a much higher
1: level. Good stuff, Sherelle. Last question for you. The remaining targets that North Carolina has, Cade Cunningham, Kerwin Walton, uh, Bryce Thompson, any of those guys, uh, what is the time timeframe um, as you've come to know it for these guys? I know a lot of talk's been early. Some are going to push it out to the spring. But uh, as far as the timeline for maybe the next North Carolina commitment or the next North Carolina target to commit, How do you see that breaking down over the next few weeks and months?
2: Yeah, so Bryce Thompson just finished an official visit to Oklahoma yesterday, which was his final one. Uh, So a decision from him could come at any moment, you know, tomorrow or a week. But we expect it to be uh, fairly soon. After that, uh, it's kind of up in the air. Kerwin Walton doesn't necessarily have a timeline, though we do expect him to probably sign in the fall. And signing day begins on, I believe it's November 13th, Wednesday, November 13th. Uh, After that, it's definitely up in the air. Cunningham, we're not sure. Uh, He said that maybe uh, during a high school tournament in late November, I think it begins on Black Friday. Uh, In his hometown of Dallas, he said he might do it then, which wouldn't be a signature, just be a commitment. He'd sign in the spring. And then Zaire Williams is kind of up in the air. His recruitment seems to be at a standstill. He said that he could, you know, sign in the fall, but he wasn't married to it. So it could be fall, could be spring. That's just something that we'll have to, you know, monitor moving forward, I guess. Uh, So, a couple of guys here soon, probably in the next month. And then Zaire Williams, just not sure. And to the extent that North Carolina is still recruiting Greg Brown, his would be later in the spring.
1: Sherell McMillan detailing R.J. Davis's commitment to the Tar Heels. Carolina adds that fourth guy to the class. R.J., certainly uh, 5'11", 165, but a New York kid. So he's going to bring uh, – I like the Joel Berry comparison you had, Sherell. I know you said, you know, not too much, but. Anytime you can get guys that are compared at all to Joel Berry, I think it's good for North Carolina.
2: Right. And and what I was going to say is just, you know, like I said, the body styles are completely different. But I I think you can watch him and see, you know, people love Joel's intensity, his determination, and all those things. I think if you watch some clips of Davis, there'll be plenty up around the next couple of days. You can kind of see that similar style of play.
1: Indeed. Good stuff, Sherelle. Stay tuned to Inside Carolina. Certainly the premium message board, Sherelle active very active North Carolina recruiting back on track with the commitment of Davis. Sherelle, it's always fun, man. I hope we get to talk again soon for one of these. Yeah, you never know.
0: Thanks for listening to another podcast from InsideCarolina.com. Brought to you by JohnnyTShirt.com. Where to go for your next Tar Heel gear purchase. Okay, picture this.